Hey guys, it's Melissa with Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. Talking to you today about healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries is something that is so important and so essential, yet many of us really don't have them. In fact, I will be the first person to tell you that up until recently, I did not have healthy boundaries at all. And it's something that I still work on every day, as I say about pretty much everything, but it's true. I still have to work on this myself. Um, I grew up in a household where you were told you're going to do this because I said so, because, you know, I'm the parent, you're the child. And while I think a lot of parents parented their children that way, it certainly doesn't allow us to set healthy boundaries with our parents because we're just used to them telling us what we have to do instead of there being a negotiation or allowing us to figure out where that line is. And so for a lot of years, that still happened. You know, I was an adult, but my mom would still try to make me feel guilty about things. And I know it's just her resorting to that parenting style. But as an adult, it's up to me to set that healthy boundary and say, you know what, I'm, I'm not a child anymore. And I'm, you know, even though I may be your, your child biologically, I'm not a kid. I'm a grown-up and I am not going to be ordered around like I'm still a child and you're the parent. And I know that a lot of people have that issue because it's a hard transition to make if you had a parent who was very much, I use the word overbearing, but I don't, I don't mean that to sound negative. I know it kind of does, but that's not what I mean by that. I just mean that, you know, there's that one parenting style that many of us were raised with that you do as I say kind of parenting style. And like I said, I just don't really think that that works very well. Uh, And I had to learn to adjust my own parenting style with my children because that certainly didn't work for my son. And so we had to do some research and figure out, you know, where Where is the compromise there? I can't say you have to do this because I said so. With him, it's always he has to understand why the rule is there and what the consequence is and that it's very clear and that if if it's broken, this is what happens and understanding why and what, what it's set there for, which is actually quite understandable. I mean, that makes total sense that he should understand what's going on and not just hearing because I said so. So that's one issue where you can have problems if they're not healthy boundaries, you know, telling your parents if they just expect you to do things for them or, you know, they tell you to do things. And it might not even be them telling you to do things. It's just, do you ever get guilted by your parents for not doing something with them or for them? Because I know that probably happens a lot too. Or even sometimes I'll get the guilt trip because of the way I parent my children and it's not necessarily the way she would have wanted me to do that. And that's another case where the clear boundary is, you know, back off. That's not your role. It's my job, and I'm going to do it the way I see fit. And so sometimes that's a conversation you need to have, and sometimes you just have to speak up and be bold and say that. Say, no, this is a boundary. You're crossing it, and I don't like this, and you're not going to do it anymore. It's not an easy conversation, especially with a parent, because we are not used to being the one in the authoritative role and saying, no, you're not going to do this anymore. 
But you have to do that because what's going to happen if you don't is number one, they're going to walk all over you and tell you what to do. And two, you're going to feel resentful of your parents or whoever's doing this. And that's just going to build and build until you snap and say something that you don't want to say to them. So it's best to handle it in a way that is productive before it gets to the point of being an explosive outburst, which is generally what happens in my experience. The other thing is having healthy boundaries in just your everyday relationships or romantic relationships, because that's super important too. I was a people-pleasing person, and so, you know, someone would say, oh, would you do this? And I would always be hesitant to say no. I'd say yes right away, and then later be like, why did I say yes? Because I don't want to do this, and I, like, I want to be nice and help people, and also, I don't want to freaking do this, so why did I say yes? And then I have to backpedal and, or just suck it up and do it, and it's not something I wanted to do anyway. So a few strategies, and I think I talked about this before, is if someone asks you to do something you don't want to do and you're one of those people that has a hard time saying no, right away just say, let me get back to you. Let me check my schedule and get back to you. And that's a chance for you to back away and build your, well, you don't have to have an argument. You can simply tell someone, no, I don't want to do it. But if you feel like you have to come up with some sort of reason, I give you an opportunity to walk away from the situation and then build your case for why you're not going to do it. The main thing is don't give in and don't say that you're going to do things and commit to things that you don't want to do because, again, that's going to build resentment. But also, if you think about yourself as your inner child and picture yourself as a six-year-old or seven-year-old and you really want to go outside and play and ride your bike and instead you can't now because you just told somebody that you're going to do something you don't want to do. It's like telling your inner child, no, you can't go have fun, you can't play. And I know that might seem like a strange analogy, but if you think about it, you're telling yourself no when you tell other people yes to things you don't want to do. And that's another area where I always struggled because I felt it was rude if I told someone no. And I guess that was just the way I was raised. And the more I really learned about healthy boundaries, you know, I realized if I'm telling you yes, I'm telling myself no. And I still even up until a few months ago would be the person who would say yeah you know I want to help you out even though when I get home from work I'm totally exhausted and I have so many things I have to do that's one more thing now on my plate but you don't have to try to be polite it's not rude to tell people no and a lot of people already know that but the people who are like me who are people pleasers and I know there are some of you out there listening For some reason, we think it's a bad thing or we think it's rude if we're telling people no. But honestly, we're we're being rude to ourselves when we tell other people yes when we don't want to do something. So don't be afraid to say no. You don't have to be mean in the way that you say no, but be firm and say, you know, I'd I'd love to help you, but I can't. And No, I just don't have the time for that. It's a great feeling and freeing to be able to say no. If you need to practice that, get in front of a mirror and look at yourself and imagine someone asking you to do something that you don't want to do. Just practice saying no to yourself because it's so important for you to have that ability to tell people, no, I don't have time. No, I don't want to. 
because you're telling your inner child, yes, I have time for you. Yes, I'm going to take care of you. It's also important when you're dating and in a relationship to have those healthy boundaries because before, as I said, I would try to be a people pleaser. And so anytime an ex would do something that I didn't like or that bothered me, I wouldn't say anything. I would just act like nothing was wrong. And the problem with that is that they would keep doing it because I never told them that that was something that was that crossed my boundary. And I also built up resentment. And so it would end up coming out in an explosive way or just in an unhealthy way that uh, definitely had a negative impact on them. Relationships are hard enough when you have healthy boundaries, but when you don't have healthy boundaries, it makes it even harder because, again, you're going to be resentful of the things that your partner does that you don't approve of or that bother you. But it's your own fault that it bothers you if you don't tell them that it bothered you or that it crossed a boundary. And I'll give you an example. When I first started dating this one guy, we had our first date and he texted to tell me that he was 10 minutes late. And then when he got there, I was like laughing like, well, just so you know, I'm always 10 minutes late. And anyone who knows me, that is a huge pet peeve of mine. I hate when people are late. And I know for some people it does not matter, you know, oh, it's all right if I'm late, no big deal. I personally see being late and keeping people waiting as being rude. That's just my personal opinion and it irks me and I just hate when people do that because to me it feels like you don't respect my time. Like I have better things to do than to sit and wait on you. And yeah, you may think, well, 10 minutes doesn't seem like so bad, but imagine if you're sitting, you're meeting somebody in a restaurant and you're supposed to meet at a certain time and it's first date and then they don't show up for 10 minutes and you're wondering, are they going to show up or, you know, it just builds anxiety, I think, in me is one of the reasons. But also I just find it incredibly rude that someone doesn't care enough to be on time somewhere and again I know that this may be just me thinking this way other people may not feel this way and then again other people may feel that way I do know other people who also can't stand people being late because they feel like it's very disrespectful of their time and I'm a very busy person I have so many things to do so when I have to sit and wait on people it really bothers me because I'm one of those people that plan out my day and I know what I'm doing when I'm doing it and so your disorganization you know if you have that is throwing off my day because I hate wasting time I mean there's a difference between relaxing and not really doing anything but if I have 50 things to do and now I have to wait on you because you didn't get there on time I'm sitting there not doing something when I could be doing something and that's just me that's me personally like I said Everyone has a different opinion. But anyway, when that person showed up 10 minutes late and laughed it off like, no, no big deal, you know, like, that's me, I'm always late. And I remember thinking like, you know, that's so rude. (laughs) But, you know, trying to be the people pleaser, I was just like, oh, yeah, no big deal, no big deal. You know, I didn't know him, so I was like, oh, it's a no big deal. When in actuality, it was kind of a big deal to me. And I should have said, well, you know, I, I understand that you're 10 minutes late, but I 
I would prefer it if you were on time. You know, letting that person know that this is my line. This is my boundary. I don't want you to be late when you we have an appointment and you're supposed to be there or when we're going to go do something. Like, you need to be on time. That's a boundary, you know. And that may not necessarily be a deal breaker for you. Like, probably someone being late all the time isn't necessarily a deal breaker. But it's one of those little things that can add up. And all those little things, if you don't say something, can add up pretty quickly and cause you to resent a lot of things about the relationship, which again, is going to be negative and you're going to end up having a huge outburst and list all the 50 things that you're mad about that you never told them you're mad about. So being clear with your boundaries and relationships, like, I don't know, Um, another example I think from my first marriage was taking out the trash you know that was just something that kind of was an expectation that he would take out the trash but it was never clearly stated I guess but whenever I would go in to throw something away and the trash can was so full that things were overflowing and falling on the floor and then I would have to take the trash out myself and be really not happy about that and dragging the trash out to the dumpster, and then he would say, well, why are you mad? Or, I was going to do that. But there wasn't a clear expectation of, well, you need to take out the trash when it's full. You know, that's your job, your responsibility. There wasn't that clear expectation. So in a lot of ways, I guess, I was getting mad and angry and resentful, even though we hadn't really had that conversation. But to me, you know, I just took it as, If you see the trash can is overflowing, that might be your visual cue that it's time to change the trash. But still, I should have said, you know, this is what I expect. This is my expectation. And when you don't do this, it makes me very upset. So make sure that you're setting healthy boundaries in your relationships and that you're being very vocal about what you need and what you want and what you don't like because They're not mind readers and they don't know what we like and don't like unless we specifically tell them that. And I'm very bad about assuming that somebody knows what I'm thinking when they don't. And if you have different communication styles, that can be a really big problem because sometimes we're so similar in communication styles with someone else that we don't really have to explicitly say something and they do kind of get who we are and what our boundaries are. But if you're not... There's just no way. They just don't understand. And you really have to be clear about what you want, what you expect, what you're going to accept, and what you're not going to accept. And that can be uncomfortable if you're a person like me who is not necessarily the most assertive type person, but it is really necessary and you're going to avoid a lot of headache later. So here's some tips for setting your boundaries. Number one, you have to know what they are yourself. So if you're not sure, a good exercise to do would be in your journal, write down a list of things that you know bother you when other people do it. Um, And also, what are times when you tend to say yes to things that you really don't want to do? Like, there might be specific people that constantly do that to you that maybe you don't have healthy boundaries with. Or there may be specific situations that keep coming up that you say yes to that you don't want to. So identify what all of those things are that cross your boundaries. 
really important for you to know what your boundaries actually are and where you stand on those issues. And also pay attention to your feelings because sometimes we may not know we have a boundary, like there may not have been an issue that's come up yet about a particular topic. And then when you are in an interaction with someone else, your emotions get triggered and you're like, oh, you know what? I didn't like that. So pay attention to your feelings, to discomfort and resentment or anxiety, because those are usually indications that someone has just crossed a boundary with you. Um, Be direct. That's really important. This can be a difficult one, but it, it is important. And if the person doesn't react well, I mean, if you have clearly stated what your boundary is and they don't react well, that really says more about their character than yours because they should respect your boundaries. They really should. Um, You know, you can be direct without hurting someone's feelings. I just want to state that very clearly. You can be direct without hurting someone's feelings. It's just letting them know this is what I don't like. The other thing you need to do is to make sure that you are honing in on your feelings and honoring them and deciding what do I have control over or how do I feel when this person does this? Making sure you're aware of how that's making you feel. You don't want to feel guilt and resentment, but those are the things we usually end up feeling when we allow others to walk all over us. And consider what's happened in your past relationships, too. You can probably go back and pinpoint times when you let someone walk over you or cross a boundary or you went way too far for someone else when you really didn't want to or didn't need to. You know, everything should be equal and reciprocated. So if you're doing more for somebody than they are for you, that says a lot about that boundary. It's important to make sure you take care of yourself, too. Put yourself first. So, again, it's like that inner child and making sure that your inner child's taken care of and has time to play and do what your inner child wants to do. And if you're always telling people yes, you're not allowing yourself to do that. Excuse me. You know, seek support if you need to. We've got good friends and... There are a lot of good books out there, too, about boundaries and healthy boundaries, healthy boundaries with teens and healthy boundaries with adults. Some really great books out there, so check those out. Be assertive, which is not always easy, but you have to be your own advocate. No one else is going to do it for you. No one else is going to stand up for you. So... If you don't stand up for yourself, no one else will. It's just that simple. Most importantly, take it one step at a time. You don't have to do everything all at once. Just make small steps to tighten up those boundaries and show people, this is how you can treat me. Because that's really what we're essentially doing and saying. When we have boundaries, we're saying, I don't like it when you treat me this way, and I'm not going to tolerate that. And when we don't have healthy boundaries, we say you can walk all over me and treat me any way you want and it doesn't matter because I don't matter. But when we have healthy boundaries, we're saying I matter, my feelings matter, 
and you're not going to walk all over me. And doesn't that feel so much better than people taking advantage of you? Yeah, it really does. I know it's not always easy, but you can do it, and it's going to make you feel so much better because that resentful feeling, ugh, I hate that. I hate that so much. And when we're feeling those negative feelings, it lowers our vibration, and that can lead to being physically ill and being fatigued because we're not honoring our inner selves. We're not honoring our higher selves, and that's really what we should be doing every single day. And so I'm going to tell you that just like me, you're going to have to work on it all the time. And I'm working on it all the time, but I'm getting better and you will get better at it and it'll get easier. And you're going to feel a whole lot better when you start doing that and honoring yourself because you are worth it. You're worth being honored, being loved, being cared for. You deserve all of those things, all of the good things in life. Don't let anyone else tell you that you don't. Don't let anyone else make you feel badly about yourself. Because even when people don't mean to do that, they think that they're just trying to get you to help them do something or you know, they're just giving you their opinion. They don't realize how that's making you feel on the inside. And if they don't honor you and your feelings enough to care about what they're doing to you, then they don't deserve to be in your life. And that's just how I feel. You deserve people who will treat you like the true treasure that you are. I treasure all of you. I want to thank you for listening. Please do me a favor, and if you would leave a review on iTunes, just give me some stars and you know, like or comment, um, any other way you're listening, giving feedback is so helpful because it allows other people to find me and I truly, truly appreciate it. Check out my website if you're interested in Reiki. Um, you've still got the, a purposeful pilgrimage coming. We're trying to wrap that up. Keep checking out my website for more details about that. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. You're worth it. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.